Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Jones with the first episode of the Social Impact Show. Yay! We are so excited that we're able to do this and to have a space to talk about all things socially conscious, socially aware, um, the do's and don'ts of how to build and work on your own endeavor. It's going to be a great and an exciting show, and I really hope that you all will continue to engage with us and just grow with us as we work on this thing called the Social Impact Show. So, yay, we're really excited. But what we want to start off with today is really just defining what is social impact. I mean, there's so many terms for doing good work and social impact really is one of the newer terms, up and coming terms. But I think it's great because it really defines the multifaceted entity of giving and um, supporting good efforts and being a part in engaging on global progress. So we're launching this podcast on Martin Luther King weekend. And this is well-timed because it's really the best time of the year to remember, especially within the United States, what change can look like. And it's a great time to get your hands deep into what it means to be a social agent. Um, what factors make a social impact campaign, and just what it means to make a difference. So we are starting broad, but over the course of this series, we will get way more specific, um, but it's necessary to start on the broader topic of what is social impact. So thinking about that, one of the quotes that always reminds me of how to live, really, is from Jackie Robinson. And Jackie Robinson once said that life is not a spectator sport. And in the same vein, we need to take a connection to those words and think about giving actively and making progress, not just by saying that we're social change agents, but actually being that and thinking about what it means and what's required to be socially engaged. Now, using Martin Luther King's work within the civil rights movement provides a really clear insight into the most important factors of social impact and those defining components. And 
essentially, when you think about Martin Luther King Jr., whether you believe in everything that he stood for or only parts, you really can't deny how impactful he was to really play on the word of impact. And I always laugh with my friends that I think, you know, if you were going to call Martin Luther King Jr. something, he would probably be this, the godfather of social impact. Like he's the one hovering over kind of who you'd go to for advice if, if he were still with us today. Now, there were many others, and, and we'll talk about many other people who were activists uh, in different ways over the course of this podcast. But today, it just seemed right. It seemed right that he was the one that embodied what I've defined as the three main components of defining social impact, which are A, being problem-driven, B, being innovative, and C, being collaborative. So whatever your thoughts about Martin Luther King might be, I mean, if you're not in states, you're more than likely taking today off. So it's a good time to just A, be thankful for his work and B, think about these three components. And he definitely had each of those. So looking at the civil rights movement, the first factor is definitely the work you do and how we're defining social impact. It needs to be problem driven. The work of the civil rights movement rose out of a real and tangible need. The nation was up in arms with regard to race relations, and there needed to be consistent and focused efforts to achieve the goal of rectifying the societal problem that was at hand. Today, it's too easy to be a self-proclaimed advocate without any real validation of one's actions or proof of real problems being eradicated or at the least improved. While we can definitely say that no one is perfect, an advocate or change agent should be actively working to solve an issue, an actual problem. Social impact is, by definition of the terms, the working to improve uh, the status quo of society. So when you're thinking about being a part of a social impact campaign or looking for a way to find your own investment in social impact, you need to think about what can be done to improve a life, location, or a general limitation that is in abundance. The answers that spew from those questions being answered will give real examples of social impact. What you'll hear from me time and time again is that it's not just about doing for the sake of doing. Yeah, we can all pat ourselves on our backs for having given to a food drive or, uh, just donated to some random cause. But when you really want to get invested into social impact, you really need to be thinking about what the need is. And granted, we can't fix all problems individually, but if you really focus in and think about where your skills match with a real problem, there's there's good that can definitely come out of that. So thinking about the actual need will help when when you're thinking about what entities you want to invest in for your philanthropic portfolio or what type of organization or project you want to invest your own personal time in. So definitely thinking about 
a problem-driven cause. Something where you can say, I see a real need here will be accomplishing the first step in defining so your social impact and making sure that you're actually making change. Secondly, social impact is highly innovative. Historically, when you think about philanthropy and the nonprofit sector at large, it took a long time to get individuals thinking about how to do things creatively, how to think outside of the phone drives and the letter drives and um, just things that had been traditionally done in philanthropy. Uh, the incorporation of technology has created a number of ways organizations can give, way people can give, how people can be involved. However, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done, and we need to be thinking about the creative ways we can solve these problems that we've defined before or that we've seen, and now thinking outside of the box on how to actually improve upon them. And when you think again about the civil rights movement and you think about the ways they went about this process, A, it was not easy. It did not happen overnight, as we all know. Um, but really, when you think about the types of laws that they use, the Commerce Clause, and just things that just seemed so different for talk talking about and tackling and combating race in the United States, they thought outside of the box, one, because they had to, but two, because they understood that they would have to go about this in a different way than that had been attacked before. If they were really going to get through, if um, the leaders of the civil rights movement, like Martin Luther King, were going to get through to the masses, they had to, A, go through the legal system, but how they would do that had to be very creative. So when we're using the civil rights movement as an example, when we're thinking about change agents like MLK, and we're talking about how we as individuals and as groups can make change, we need to think about the fact that the most effective um, entities within the realm of social impact are thinking outside of the box. They are not doing the same old, same old. And while, yes, technology has taken us further, we're going to need more innovative thinkers because they didn't have Twitter during the civil rights movement. They didn't have uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of these things that can really leverage our causes now. So if we have all this power, we need to be taking it to the next level, not just repeating the same old, same old. And finally, well, at least finally of the three that I think are the main factors of social impact, is that it's got to be collaborative. It has to be inclusive. The first step to a failed endeavor is the belief that a sole person can fix a problem. Like, you just can't do it on your own. You have to think about who's doing the work in different areas. Again, going back to being innovative. You're thinking about who... Who would care about this? And who would care about it that's not just like me, that doesn't think just like I do? Um, social impact is a permeable wall. It's a permeable concept. It's um, back and forth between nonprofits, for-profits, people work working on issues of human rights that are collaborating with environmental issues. The, the more we have an inclusive thought process around these 
entities that we'd like to change, these issues that we're trying, these problems we're trying to solve, the more likely that we'll actually come to a solution and that we'll come to a solution effectively. There's a need to go out and hear and learn and and discuss and engage with individuals that are doing things that might not seem as closely aligned to your work. But with a little deeper thought, you might be able to solve not one, but two problems. Or you might find out about someone else that is doing something similar and therefore you don't have to use excess resources you can work collaboratively and save and and resources we know in this realm is very important so if we can limit the excess we might be able to make change faster and again coming back bringing it all back it's mlk weekend we're barbecuing we're hanging out but we're also thinking about what change we can bring to our own society there were so many people they were not just the faces of the, the civil rights movement that we think of. We're not just talking about the MLKs and Rosa Parks and, and Stokely Carmichael's of the world. We're, we're really, you got to think about the fact that there were so many other people, so many other people that didn't have the titles. And, and even then, when you think about the, even the main people, they were preachers and homemakers and, and, and some of them were lawyers. Many of them were lawyers, but public service workers, just people who thought they had had enough, who were going to sit in when it wasn't safe to do that. So we need to continue to remember that the the essence of social impact is the social component as well. And that if we can respect everyone as an important and valuable life, then we'll see the ways that we can work collaboratively and we will be thinking innovatively because we're not just within our own circles. And we'd be using all these skills to be problem focused and making sure that we're actually answering the question of what is the need. So when you're doing all of these things, you actually would come to a point where you have a definition of social impact. What does it mean to be social impact? Well, you should probably think about the godfather, as I say, of social impact and what Martin Luther King Jr. would do, which was to think about the problem see it and identify it. It would be to be innovative in the way that you're thinking about attacking the problem. And then working with people, talking with people, not just waiting for the people to be the ones that look and feel and and seem appropriate, talking to the people that might not be the most, um, the quickest people that we would think of offhand. So just keeping that in mind, it would, it would be awesome. So we've defined social impact by being these endeavors that are problem-driven, innovative, and collaborative. But I also think it's important to look at who are the power players right now in the realm of social impact. I mean, for some of us listening here, we might know a lot. But then for other members of us, we might not. We might not. So we might want to start thinking about who to look into. Who are the other people who are doing great things and people and organizations and entities? So they range. They range from government entities to nonprofit entities to for-profit entities. They're all over the Richter scale. 
And I've identified a few that I think are really doing a good job in their respective realms. And the first, I would say, is going to be the White House. Now, before you all throw stones, I think, just my opinion, that the Obama administration has done a bang-up job of winning their election on the concept of making the country a better place. Now, we can agree or disagree on policies and things like that. Um, We might not even be for Obama. You might be pro-Obama or no-Obama. But you can't deny the fact that they were able to win an entire election on essentially social impact or, as they put it, change. Thinking through that, not just in the campaign, but the creation of the Office of Social Innovation, I think was key to leveraging the dialogue of creative thinking around improving society and working collaboratively in innovative ways with problems that were real. And if you think about what we just said about what the three key factors of defining social impact are, they're essentially doing just that. So now, whether whatever the political preference is, I think any party can actually use this as an example of how we need to be government-led as, as the top level of government. If they're really thinking about changing in society, they really need to think about these three factors and um, whether or not the Obama administration will continue to be an example on other fronts, I think this one would be one that would be beneficial to any party that's coming up. Another organization that I think is so freaking cool is Good Magazine. They have managed to create a complete platform that is primarily online, but works to highlight what good air quotes is happening around the world in just about any and every topic area. What is good in media? What is good in social enterprise? What is good in fashion? What is good in business? Whatever the realm that you'd be interested or see in any other magazine, Good has been able to wrap those topics in and think about the way we are making impressions of change in all of those realms. Really feel good reading, but creative, again, innovative, thinking about the fact that the media is a strong factor in social impact. And if we can start to change the way the media presents things, we'll be making real um, progress. And then along the lines of media, I'd say that the Huffington Post has also done a really good job in including HuffPost's impact into their standard media outlet. I think we are starting to see that there is a market for readers requiring information, just not about the basics that we see. This happened in this world, part of the world. This happened in on Wall Street. We really want to know what's happening on the social impact front. We want to know what's happening in the world that's being made different. I think, one, it's necessary information, but I think it's also encouraging as we continue to hope that the world we live in will be a better place. Next, I'd say that there is a for-profit PR firm that I really like. I am in no way sponsored by them, Um, but Weber Shandwick uh, has done a really good job of capturing the message of what do we need to do to communicate 
between the audiences that receive, that we want to receive the message about social impact causes, and how these entities are drafting them and crafting these stories. And they've just done a stellar job in the campaigns, in the in the impact front, I'd say, of really capturing the essence of of a number of high-profile social impact campaigns. Now, I can't speak about their work in other areas. I'm not in any way advocating for that. But I really am impressed about what they've done on their impact front. So good job, Weber, there. Additionally, I'd say that Twitter and social media at large as long as they exist, are going to be vital in the impression of what is important. I have a lot of strong opinions about hashtag activism, and we will have more than enough time to talk about those. But whether or not you like it, social media, and particularly Twitter, um, is going to make it easier to be aware. Now, aware does not equate action, but it does mean a reduction in general ignorance that could unapologetic apologetically exist before but now that's not the case now you just have to do a little search or not it might just pop up in front of your face and that is essentially how our world works not we don't even have to try for information consumption most of the time anymore. Um, but with regard to impact, that's why Twitter and social media at large, I should say, are really changing the ways because you cannot be ignorant unless you're actively choosing to. So um, as long as it exists, Twitter, social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, more so Twitter and Facebook, essentially. But they're going to be continue to be power players in, in the development and growth of social impact campaigns. And it would be silly not to include so level strategies, um, the owner of this podcast. Uh, and it's not just for the sake of shameless plugs. Many people don't know where to start when they're thinking about how to build their social impact portfolio or their social impact campaign within their company. They need assistance with the creation of the concept, execution of the concept, reorganization of entities, or just getting the idea and the message across to those who need it and those who can be a part. So our team of social impact designers work with a lot of organizations. We are the consultants to the social entrepreneurs. We are the ones behind the scenes working to ensure that individuals who want to make change have the skill and the savvy to get it done and to get it done in an efficient manner. So not for shameless plugs, but we think we're pretty awesome. So level strategies is also on there. And there are, you know, so many reasons that there's a need for the social impact show. There's people out there who are already deeply invested in social impact and just want another space to learn about what's going on and to participate in the dialogue about what's going on. And then there's so many others, like I said before, that are just learning about the topic. Either way, we are so thankful for you taking the time to listen and to engage and to make this podcast better and better and better. We welcome and uh, 
welcome all of your feedback and we commend all of your work that you're already doing out there and we hope that we'll be able to learn more about you all as we build this show further. Everyone that's listening to this is amazingly important and has the ability to improve the world in some capacity. This show is a representation of level strategies and our completely idealistic views effective, but idealistic. Uh, We are always dreaming big and we're making big things happen. We encourage you to be thinking about what you can be doing to impact your organization, your neighborhood, your community, or just yourself this Martin Luther King weekend. Take the time to, we have the extra time, might as well take it and and really think about not just what we can do today, uh, but what we can do throughout 2015, throughout the rest of our lives. So when you're thinking about it, remember the three components of social impact. What is the problem? Is the problem going to be something that we can actually improve upon? Um, Who are we working with? And are we thinking about it creatively? No concept is too small to actually make change. Every day we get to work with tomorrow's leaders to build their dreams. And while it's hard to grasp sometimes the concept of social impact, this podcast, this show is going to be a place where we're going to continue to dialogue about it and continue to define it. And we hope that it is encouraging to you to think deeper on what your good is in the world and the world you live in. And we hope that you take steps today to really give yourself some understanding about where you'd like to be in the dialogue and social impact and, and maybe rethinking about what your organization can do. For now, feel free to share other organizations that you've thought have been doing a really awesome job. Maybe you have other people that you think might be better fit for the title of the godfather of social impact or Maybe you just have other definitions of social impact as well that you found and that you've thought would have been helpful. Feel free to contact us at Level Strat on Twitter or via our levelstrategies.tumblr.com. We love Tumblr. It's really cool. And you can get to us uh, via email at levelstrategies at gmail.com. So again, we were totally excited about being here. We look forward to having a continued and longstanding relationship via the Social Impact Show. But this has been a great first episode. So go out and do something awesome today. Take care.